Raf Grant. I'm Raf. And I'm Raf. We're Raf. Raf Farispo of the Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Raf Pizarro of Calcio Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. We'll just, um, let's go for it. We're going to rant. We're going to match report. We're going to talk about the games. We're going to talk about topics. You leave comments and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're going to call the Beast of the Match. The who is beast in it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo. Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at RafaNapoli83, that's me. I'm CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of? This is going to be a show for you guys too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise you we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, Let's get to it. And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Raf and Raf Rant. I am Raf Biz, joined by my co-host. What's up, Rafa? What's going on, my friend? How are you today? I am well. I am doing okay. It is cold in New York, but I am a lot warmer freezing. now that we're here. You know, you think it's cold down there? It's freezing up here, brother. Oh, you got that right. You're up. You're you're like North North New York. North North. 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 That's right. North. You the North. We, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely the North, my friend, definitely the North. But uh, I'd like to say uh, to everybody out there watching a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So whether you're in love or not, I don't care. I'm still saying it. Happy Valentine's San Valentino. All, San Valentino. All the lovebirds are probably out having a nice dinner today. Uh, uh, good year. Good time. You know, with, with all the craziness going on in the environment, uh, maybe it's nice to have the restaurants kind of like back on track now. You know, I'm a big hospitality guy, so um I'll tell you how what, i have uh, the day off today don't ask don't, don't that's ask. Cr- that's pretty crazy to me ask um, no questions ask no questions <laughs> well listen you got mondays off for the rant right it's, it's just the way it is uh right before um right before we you know i got home to you know come on live and all that mm-hmm. i picked up dinner for myself and my fiance ali um, we had a quick dinner and then we're going to hang okay. after this, just going nice. to stay in. But, uh, so I got a place up in, up in, uh, uh, Malta, New York called Azuma. If anybody is in the 518 area and up by me and wants to have some Japanese or, or sushi or whatever, Azuma is the place to go. Let me tell you something. This place was Zuma. packed to the okay. freaking brim, dude. Like, I mean, right. the lines are like, like outside the door just to pick up like takeout you know he called in orders just just absolutely pandemonium today so yeah it's good to see you good. know and, and, and we were talking with it we were talking with yeah we were talking with our guests before you know we 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 signed in here that you know things are things are you know back open again here and you know things are Things are looking good, and hopefully it Definitely. stays this way this time, right? And then it was Definitely. just nice to see everybody busy yeah. and moving and working and people out right. enjoying themselves. Right. Definitely. Let's have a good 2022. There you go. You got your drink ready, Rafa. Uh, drink but ready, speaking Rafa. of our guest, um, he was on, 
we just had the big game this week, right? Napoli Inter just passed oh, yeah. this week, and we're going to talk all about it. And uh, had to call this guest back. He was on our show before. Uh, we had a great time. He is one third of the Italian football podcast, also the founder of Sempre Inter. You know him, you love him. Ladies and gentlemen, fellas and bellas, boys and girls, <laughs> I present to you Nima Tavali. Here we are. <laughs> hey guys, good to be with you. Yeah. How are you, you sir? Well, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? I'm well. Thank you for asking, man. Welcome back, man. Good to see thanks. you. Good to see you back, Nima. We're happy yeah, to thanks. have you so, here again. So I had such a good time last time. Thanks for inviting me again. Awesome. Yes. Um, and in Finland, game... in Finland, yes. it's, it's, I got to say, well, I don't live in Finland. Yes. I live in Sweden. But okay. <laughs> Valentine's Day, it's not Valentine's Day. It's Friendship Day there. Oh, so it's, so it's friendship day, there. like it's... friend zone day. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's a lot of guys. But in Sweden, it's Valentine's Day, but yeah, in Finland, it's friendship day. Friendship day, yeah. Friendship but so, day. can you explain? Because I'm, I'm not too familiar with it. So, friendship, like, like, like celebrate you go out with anybody, yeah. It's like, it's like celebrate that you know, your friends and and you know, that you're that you know, basically friendship the concept gotcha. of friendship. With, okay, with, cool, yeah, not yeah. friends with benefits, just no, friends. no, nothing friends. sexual, okay. just, no, okay. just, just friends. so, so yeah. it's funny because uh, yesterday I think uh, was Galentine's Day, right? I don't know now. I'm not very familiar, uh, but I, I saw I saw a lot of posts about Galentine's Day. I guess it's either a the girlfriends all get together and hang out, or b you you hang with your side woman <laughs> on February 13th. I guess oh, I don't God. know. I saw I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> I thought I thought I, I thought I'd throw that in there. Someone oh, out there could help Gal- us out, right? What's Galentine's what, Day, guys? Yeah, Galentine. That sounds like you know the gals night out. Not really, you know. I, I would hope so. I would, right? Hope so, but I, I would think it'd be called like Gumarantines. Gumarantines. <laughs> so like, oh boy. No, um, but speaking of love, uh, Nima, big Inter fan. Um, mm. You have, you know, Inter, basically, the, during, you know, during during the the winter area. <laughs> What's shout out to Quint. Shout out to Quinton for for that me... for that amazing quote from yes. From, Quinton uh, pulls out amazing quotes colors. every single time. Dude. Yeah, like yeah, that so that you know. movie is one of my favorite movies. So well done. <laughs> this is from Goodfellas, right? Friday yeah. night was was uh, for the girlfriend. So, Saturday, Saturday at the couple at the couple was, was for the wives. Hundred percent. Uh, Great it. movie, Goodfellas, man. Great yeah. movie. And it was based from my neighborhood, Queens. Shout out to Queens. Really? Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Airline diner. Uh, when you come, I'm gonna take you there. I would love I that. Thank you. I would love that. Too. Yes. Oh my God, it would yes. be amazing. I always take all anybody who comes by and visit Queens. I always take them to the restaurant tours first. You know, we do the pizza, the diners, the shish kebabs, uh, mm. and, and and always lots of fun. But mm. but back to Inter. You guys, you know, we Napoli. Come on, Napoli was holding it down for a little bit in first place there for the the opening of the season, but. They suffered a kind of like a few string of injuries. They they had a little bad form. Some people, you know, we had a few players that had to go to AFCON. Inter held down first place. And in, in when was it? Was it December that they took it? Or or, or yeah, it was around then, wasn't it? Like November. I think December. it was more. I, I think it was more like end of November. Maybe yeah, mid November. Yeah, November. Yeah, something like some that. along that lines, right? Yeah. Some along and, that line. And and they started playing some really damn good football. And it was actually right. after the the defeat against Lazio that it kind of clicked. 
Um, sure. And they played the Derby. They played really well in the Derby. They didn't win the Derby, which has been kind of the story under Simone Inzaghi so far in the Derbys, uh, playing mm-hmm. really, really well, but can't convert. But just generally, Simone Inzaghi has been this. That's the story under Simone Inzaghi. Play really good football, but too many chances squandered because this team does not have a natural goal scorer. And I've been saying it so much that I'm tired of my of hearing myself say it. Um, yeah. It's not fun to have to, you know, when they sold Lukaku and they replaced with Jeko and Joaquin Correa, I was like, well, none of them is a natural goal scorer anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Or ever has been in Correa's case. I don't know what the hell that was mm-hmm. or why they even got him. But, you know, you, wouldn't, qual- one... you wouldn't qualify Jeko as a goal scorer? Like, not, a any... natural, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. That's no. where I was going. No, no. Because he's like at the point of you know, he's 36 in a few weeks and you can't demand like for him to score the 20 30 goal right. season you High just can't do goal. that yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can't do that you you know you you, you just uh, it's just unfair. So five, five would you say five years too late yeah yeah absolutely it's two three late two three years mm-hmm. even too late you know mm-hmm. um i just think you can't do that anymore uh, of him and and so but he's absolutely done more than you could ask of him i mean the clutch goals that he scores you guys juventus twice against roma Right against Venezia, Sassuolo. I mean, he he is he has he has done everything we can ask of him. Mm. But that's the thing with Inter; they don't have a natural goal scorer. You have Osiman; he is a natural goal scorer. Um, he's a complete. He's the best number nine in the Serie A. Uh, he's complete. He doesn't have a weakness. Um, but uh, it's mm. it's um, but Inter don't have that, and that's the only thing they're missing because everything else is kind of there. Um, with minor tweaks um, in the summer, obviously with with the goalkeeper and the central defender with Defray, which I'm sure we're going to talk to talk about. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it, they took over and and they looked really well. I was I was a little bit worried that I don't like to see teams peak in November, December. I mm-hmm. want them to peak in February, March, April when it matters. Um, right. And I always said that after the Napoli game is when we'll know how the Scudetto race looks. And here we are, and Inter are a point behind Milan with a game in hand, of course. Everything in their own hands, and they're the they're padroni de destini. They're they're you know they're the masters of their destiny, as the Italians right. say. But um, still, it was it was just so unnecessary. It's one thing to lose the derby when it's close or whatever, but when you lose the derby because um, you know with, with with another kind of clutch older guy kind of coming through in Giroud, right? Like. Scoring, he he got both those goals, right? Am I not? I'm, I'm yeah, kidding. no, no, you're absolutely right. But both of those goals are are in part because Stefan de Frey and Samir Handanovic. It's not form; it's a decline. Mm-hmm. With Handanovic, we've known that for a couple of seasons. He can still do individual games extremely well and be man of the match, like he was against Napoli. In my opinion, he was Inter's best player. But having said that, with de Frey, it's like I don't know if it's a physical decline like it is with Handanovic but or if it's a mental decline where he's been in Italy for almost a decade he's won everything in the country he he needs a new challenge but regardless it doesn't matter because this is something we've seen systematically since he was named the best league defender in the league so a slow de- slow decline last season and now it's starting to show which is exactly what happened with Handanovic and this is a situation this is something that has to be addressed in the summer Inter can't afford to have a player of Stefan de Frey's caliber and wage wage uh, that, that earns the money he does, who is on a decline. They have to sell him in the summer. Mm. It's as simple as that. 
and and we saw that. I mean, it's the the the, the stupid penalty that he gave away against Milan. He was the first. He's the first central defender in 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 world football history to have been turned by Olivier Giroud, who is about as mobile and has the mobility. Of a refrigerator from 1955. <laughs> so it's embarrassing, you know. It's it gets ridiculous. He, how do you get turned by Olivier Giroud at 36? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they used to call him the lamp post in, in at Arsenal when he was mm. young and mobile. Now he's old and barely moving, and you get turned by him. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on. Or yeah. against Sassuolo, when you're unattacked, you're making a back pass and you miss hit it and miss kick it so badly, you almost get your goalkeeper sent off. I mean, it's it's been stupid stuff like this time and time and time and time again throughout the season with him, and and it's it's they have to address the situation. It's as simple as that. I, I mean, he he was also guilty of giving away the penalty in the Napoli game. He stepped, yep. and I, it was fun. I was rewatching it, and he was nowhere near the ball when he did that. It like was the ball so was clumsy. Clumsy. It was like a meter away from his leg. There was <laughs> and no he need for steps, it. He just steps on Ozanim's ankle. There was no need for it. It's the clear. It's a complete. Of course, it's a penalty. What are you doing? Like right. Like I, I don't dumb. even think Ozanim was in reach for the ball because it went no. kind of like right by him. But this is what I, I mean about the decline: his concentration, his his timing is off, and he was scared of Ozanim, which is just amazing mm-hmm. that you go into a game like this and you look scared for ninety minutes. Um, no, nah, it's I'm, it's not working. It's really I'm with not you working. there. I you know I it's it's funny. I'm kind of glad you brought it up because I, I was writing in my notes about about the riot for this game, and I I just wasn't happy. First, he stepped on Oizenim's ankle when clearly he didn't need to. Uh, th- th- there was another point that he kind of jumps up for the ball, almost swings over Oizenim's back. Again, just not needed. There was times he had the ball and he's trying to almost hockey check uh, Victor Ozinem. Mm-hmm. I, I was just not happy with the. I, I was he was pissing me off to be honest. All right, just you know, no, as a fan, no, of course, but no, like yeah, but I understand, why does he? Why do I feel like he he looked like he wanted to hurt Victor every time? No, he I don't think he wanted to hurt him. He was scared of him, and and his timing is off, and he knows that he's not in form, and so he comes in too late too early or whatever it is and and he was scared of it it and and that showed and he was nervous and that's why this 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 nervousness spread throughout inter from the from minute five to the end of the first half where inter were lucky they were only a goal down let's be honest this is exactly like inter in the in the milan derby dominating the first half and should have been three four goals up didn't got Mm -hmm. got you know, got their asses, you know, got got their clocks clean in the second half. Now, Napoli obviously didn't lose the game, but they should have put it to bed in the first half, and they didn't. Right. Zielinski hits the, the post, yeah. um, you know, a couple yeah, that, more chances. And, bicycle kick by Antinia. That was the worst half under Simone Inzaghi. Really? The worst half all season? Worst half off season. They look, they were, they were, I mean, Chalanoglu, was, was he was gone all game? Never mind the first half. I mean, it was better in the second half, but the first half, all of them were just atrocious. Brozovic mm-hmm. looked looked like Vecino. Barella um, with few turnovers. Barella as well. I mean, like, you don't see him do that. Like, what is he looking at? No, it's it was it was it was a bad situation. Yeah. Inter were 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 after that They're, penalty call. They were nervous. They you know this is immediately after the derby. There yep. were a lot of it's a lot of psychology in place. People don't understand the derby defeat is more than just a defeat it it, it, sure. it it really creates momentum or it ruins momentum look yeah. at milan they just by with just after winning the derby the way they did 
they were so buzzing they just ran over Lazio just by just just by just in just in sheer you know energy and then same thing with Sampdoria they didn't play well that game but it didn't matter because they were so they were so relaxed and happy that they were going to sure. win that game regardless whereas right. Inter after a derby defeat that creates doubt especially a derby defeat where you dominate for an hour and you still can't win for the right. second derby in a row that's becoming a tendency now that's becoming a, mm-hmm. a pattern of behavior and that's not a good thing you want to have in the derby but it was important for Inter I got to say it was incredibly important after the first half they had the dreadful first half they had to come back in the second half, get a quick equalizer, and then start to control the, and dictate the midfield, work themselves into it, and feel maybe that with a little bit more luck they could have won it. That's good for the confidence. Mm. Whilst for Napoli, I think they they have every right to feel a little bit. Hmm, we this was a missed opportunity. I, I okay. get that. Now, I was going to get. Uh, uh, yes, Rafa, let's dive into that. A, I don't well, know if you have a question or comment for Neil, I but I did. But it. it, it 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 was regarding you know he you had mentioned about about Inter's performance. I wanted to ask you real quick before we get to the second half because I, I think this is important. Uh, how much do you think of it was was maybe a little bit of fatigue after playing Roma a few days prior and maybe knowing that they got to play Liverpool? I think this Thursday, right? No, Wednesday, Wednesday. Well, I'm sorry, this Wednesday for 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 Champions for Champions League. How much of that were they thinking of? How much of Zimone and Zaghi about maybe preserving some of their energy and 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 what have you? How much of it is fatigue? How much is of it is is preserving energy, or did that not play a factor at all? No, I, I don't think it was fatigue. I think obviously fatigue is a factor because it's been a lot of games, but that's the same for everybody. Mainly for you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's something. I think this was more a psychological thing after that derby defeat the way that derby defeat came yeah. in three minutes um where you completely dominated and started relaxing for some stupid reason right it's only a one goal lead and, and they're they, at a full san paolo i mean there's whistles and jeers all over the stadium i mean yeah Inter had a lot to deal with i feel like mentally i, I get so i get what you're saying but mm-hmm. i can't so imagine that's, that's a difficult place for you yeah that's okay, what i'm exactly. gonna say right that's a difficult place for inter to come to historically i think inter have only won in the city out uh, 14 is it 14 or 18 times in, in the entire it's not history. many it's not many this is a place yeah. inter struggle at mm-hmm. um and, but it's a, it's also and, it's just a very when because now you know uh, 50 percent capacity it seemed like a lot more um <laughs> the ultras are back in you know yeah. the, it was a big match God bless on Nichols. seven days rest. <laughs> 50 percent my ass 50 percent <laughs> no, 50 percent uh, in you know <laughs> on the on yeah. paper <laughs> on paper right Napoli numbers is not 50 percent yeah um the other 50 percent you... didn't buy tickets Robert. they just <laughs> kind of yeah. stuck right in <laughs> yeah yeah they just yeah. turned off the... god bless me but yeah just... no we'll, we'll get it to this i'm sorry Rob, you want to no 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 just it, 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 it's it's an intimidating place to go to anyway i mean players have come out and said that publicly oh like, yeah it like, is. you know, when you add the fact that this is for the scudetto you know or not for the scudetto it's still a quite a ways to go in mm. my opinion but this was a big one for the scudetto um sure. yeah. you know uh inter like i think what raf said about liverpool you know and um having you know to deal with champions league as well historically they haven't had to do that um with this group of players um 
you know, uh, I know Inzaghi was in the Champions League last season, but the you know past three seasons they've made it to the Champions League. They haven't gotten out of the group stage. Now they're in the knockouts and against Liverpool, big club. There's a lot of factors there. You know, now you know uh, uh, the the semifinal of the Copa is uh, the Derby again against Milan, and um, yeah, I think it was just a lot of pressure on Inter, and they, mm. they the fact that they gave up the early penalty had a lot to do, in my opinion, with their lack of play in the first half. Plus, Napoli were determined. Everyone's back except for Chucky, and I think it was Twanzebe. But 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 this was the the the, the most full uh, lineup that Napoli have had since the injuries, COVID, Afcon. Mm. Everyone was back. They got their big man Koulibaly back. Big big time, uh, you know, performance from him. And um, I think everything was going the right way for Napoli. Then I the second that. half. Right. Come. Yeah, and and that's what I'm impressed. That's why I find it so impressive by Inter to be able to turn that around. Right. And that's what I mean about the confidence. That but let really me ask important. you. Let me ask you this quick, Nima. In your opinion, if because I I mean I'm going to attribute the goal Inter's goal to a real big Napoli f up in defense. Yeah. Uh, uh, it is. Yeah, Di Lorenzo. Messes up, comes off of Kulibali's arm, uh, which I think would would have been called a penalty anyway. Um, my opinion, uh, had Jekyll not buried the buried it, fantastic strike. Don't get me wrong, went went high when Ospina was low. Very very nice strike. I, I, I was I was very impressed by it. Like couldn't even be mad at it. It was more yeah. mad at the defensive error. Yeah. But let me ask you this, Nima: if if Inter don't get that early equalizer. Then Napoli talking win the about game. a different result right now. The Nap- Napoli win that game. It's as simple as that. Um, okay. Because that 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 goal that conditions the game. I think the same way that the penalty early on in the first half conditioned right. the rest of that half. Sure. That early goal conditions the rest of that half because immediately Inter are like, oh, they catch a lucky break. They feel that you know finally we catch we catch something you know because it's minute forty seven that comes in. You know, it's not 57, 55, right. it's right. minute 47, it's yeah. right in the beginning. And and it's uh, it's it's important. These things, I think, especially in a season like that, it's, I mean, I, I think that when, when look, if Inter win the Scudetto in May, then one of the defining moments for that win will be this equalizer against Naples sure. at that point. Sure. That's how I, that's how important I see that goal because it just lifts their spirits up when they're completely down. Um, and it kind of you know it's a great cross by Lautaro, sure. And Jekyll, but Jekyll, Jekyll mishits the header, it bounces off of uh Di Lorenzo, and 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 he, he's quick to react. Um, but but it's not, it's it's an incredibly important goal. I think, I think moments like this and games like this, they are decided by the episodes, as the Italians say, you know, these tiny little episodes decide a right. lot, and 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 especially games that are that high intense and 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 and, and are so tight. Like that game was, but no, I, I, I look, I, I look at, I know, I honestly think that had Napoli won that game, given that Napoli's a Napoli's a special city and a special club, and what I mean by that is that when things went, when when they're buzzing and they were buzzing, they're the most informed team in January in, in the city. They just won all these games without these players at Afcon. Everybody was expecting them to drop points. They didn't drop one. They won all. Uh, all these players come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
not yeah. Nina. Nima. Yeah. Nina. It's Nina. Flory. Right. Yeah. No, admiring if you're, you're, no, yeah. Thanks. That's that's an old. I got. I'll I'll tell the story later, but mm. where I got this from. But it's a, it's a it's a gift. But yeah, no. So look, basically, Inter. Look, it's 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 these tiny episodes that decided. And I think I honestly think that where Napoli were buzzing, and they're a mood. They're like Roma in that sense, Napoli and Roma in the sense that when things are going well, they just they get this mental boost, and they can beat anyone just just by just by being positive you know the energy they have and i think if they win that game against inter napoli are my favorites to win this Scudetto. yeah i don't think anyone stops them i think maybe the you know that then the problem becomes for spalletti to manage and control the expectation i think now you've lost to inter you've drawn you're one point behind inter who have a game in hand i think i don't i'm not going to say it's over because it's not but I do think that it, it'll be difficult for Napoli to win the Scudetto now. I think okay. so, and, and I don't think it's it's something we can demand of Spalletti in his first season either. Um, no, I think I think the top four is what we could have demanded of him, and that that there is no doubt you're getting that. Um, top top but, four is always a goal, um, yeah, and you're getting it. You're getting as it. Close but the as fact that you can mount, to... a, yeah, but the fact that you can mount a Scudetto challenge to me, sure, incredibly impressive. Sure. I got to tell you, I mean, you know, and I'm going to catch a lot of heat for this because I just do. I always do. But, but just what we do here, the, you know, <laughs> yeah, just being in the title picture year one of Spalletti's run is a win for me. You know, like we're, we're talking about Scudetto in, in, Mar- in almost March, February, March. Yeah. It's we're going, and let's, let's face it, Nima. I mean, in my opinion, this race is going to go down to the wire. You know, Quentin is right. Quentin is right. <laughs> Let's see. So he goes. I think you're speaking about Southern Italians in general when they are happy, they're happy and positive. But when they are when not, not, yeah. <laughs> dot dot dot. Right. <laughs> Use sorry, your sorry, Ra- sorry, Rafa. No, that's okay. No, no, it's what we do here. That's part. I'm part of the show. exception to that. I think I'm always trying to stay positive. I am. Mm. I am. I, I look at things yes. that's full all the time, Nima, and it's like. Mm. And you might see it on my posts, man. Like I, I just, I just, I have I will all the Rafa Rispo. all the time. <laughs> I will co-sign Rafa Rispo is probably the most positive Napoli Don. Can't I ever. can't because I can't ever. I can't see being out of it already. There's so many people on on no, it's Twitter like it's oh it's done it's over. But like, you need it's that. hard. Need... It's going to be difficult. Yeah, but it's yeah. not over. There's no but way. even even if you don't win it. Look, I look at it like this. Even if you don't win it, so what? Like this is not the season for Napoli to win. Like you can't expect that. Right. Like you said, mid February, March, you're talking Scudetto. Nobody could have like right. everyone would give up their right arm to be in this position in August. You know what I mean? Like right. this wasn't a conversation in the past two seasons. You know, no. so I'm happy. Not even yeah, you should be. And and I think that I look at Napoli like this, and Spalletti is brilliant at organizing people don't give him credit for that you know because he, he's known for his attacking football but he can organize a defense and he knows how to get players to improve themselves and right. and to take the next step he did it at inter with 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 Skriniar and and defry and and brozovic god he made him a world-class player um he took that step under spalletti rahman has been outstanding this season lobotka has been amazing this season you know, it's 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 this is what Spalletti does, and he's only been there for like eight nine months. I still think that look for me, Napoli is a is a Scudetto can, candidate next season. If you guys get to the Champions League, you finish the Matteo Oliveira signing on as a left back, you bring in a central defender 
that can back they can, that can act as a backup. You 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 have to sell Fabian Ruiz because he's not extending that contract. That'll bring some damn good good money in. And I trust Napoli scouting. I do, I trust it yeah. blindly because they've yeah. shown us yeah. that they find these gems that know who knew who Kolibali was, who knew who Hamshik was, Lavezzi. I could go on all night. Oh, for sure. Uh, and and so when they find a player that they Anguissa as well. You know, nobody, they weren't that good. These, well, these guys came players, out of nowhere, basically. Out of right. nowhere, and that's that's Napoli in a nutshell. Zielinski as well. I trust their scouting. When they buy players that they think can fin- function in the system, it always works out. So I'm sure they're going to replace it. And if you're in the Champions League next season, which I think you will be in the group stages, that creates more revenue. It's going to be, you know, 100% capacity. We're not going to have this, you know, stuff like this anymore. I doubt oh. it. So no, Napoli are going to be flying, right. and again, and especially well, with that all that cap space coming off too. By the end, of this, we're going <laughs> to sell some people. No, so, but listen, also, we're going to open up more opportunities. But also, look, Napoli. Look, Napoli is. Uh, a, I, I see them as a Scudetto can- candidate next season. I really do. I think all they need to do is fine tune a little few things. And Spalletti's second season is is not bad. You know, he knows what he's doing. It was a little bit bad, worse at Inter, but there were other factors with, with the wheels coming off there, with this Mrs. Wanda Nara and Mauro Icardi and arguing and, and, and all the Raja Nangolan and yeah, yeah. all that all that drama there. That wasn't yeah. you know, that wasn't, you know, it was what it was. But no, I I really believe in this Napoli project, yeah. and especially under Spalletti, I've been wanting him. You know, you you guys follow me on social media. I've been wanting him to take over Napoli for years because I think the squad was built for him. Even when Gattuso was there, I was like, "Why? Like, this is a mistake. Go after Spalletti. He's right. ideal for this side, for this for this team." Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. As far as last season goes, we hear you know maybe COVID uh, influenced De Laurenti's decision uh, as far as keeping. I, that was more Spalletti. Was no Spalletti wasn't getting was that contract. Yeah, he was. He was. He had that contract, three year contract with Inter. He was, where he was, paid hand. He, he, was, was he was in right. Tuscany in his vineyard with his pet right. duck Biancaneve. <laughs> you know, he was enjoying life. He was not gonna. He was not right. gonna break that contract. Right. Up. No, I hear that. <laughs> I, if you can stay home and get paid, which. Like seven million of Americans did. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say if you can stay home and get get paid yeah. handsomely and and go, you know, live in your vineyard in Tuscan, the beautiful Tuscan Valley that he lives in, and and you know, wake up in the morning and feed your pet duck Snow White, then then you do that. <laughs> I do that as well. It's beautiful where he is. Like that part of Tuscany, I've been there. It is heaven. I if you paid me a couple of million to stay there and do yeah. that, I wouldn't move. Yeah. Tuscany is like one big painting, beautiful. Exactly, painting. It's, you know, it is. It's absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous. So, um, yeah. I have a question, uh, Rafa. I had a question from Cliff. I promise I get it out. Nima, you kind of answered it, but I just mm. want to throw it up there. Cliff asks, uh, Nima, I have a question. How worried are you about the Scudetto race? Are you still confident, or do you think it's up in the air right now? Look, look I think I think it's. You can't say. I don't think anyone can be confident right now. But do I think that Inter have the upper hand and a little bit of a favorites today? Yeah, I do. I think so. I think, uh, I think they, 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 I think Napoli are there and they will be to the. I, th- I think it's going to be a tight race until the end. Um, and but I do think Inter are the favorites. Yes, but that doesn't mean that it's a given. Mm. Far from it. It's, 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 this is a this is a race. This is a three horse race. And you know we'll have to see because because I I think qualitatively as a squad goes I think Napoli are better than Milan I, I really think that I think okay. um, I look at Milan and and I see I see a young squad I see a very talented young squad 
that has so much potential, but they're not just quite there yet. Right. They still, the, you know, had they not, I mean, let me put it to you this way. Last season, when they when they lost the return derby, they fell apart. Yeah. And now, had they done that, I, I'd expected them to do the same this time around. Because, it, the, you know, that's the thing when you when you build with young players. They lack the routine and experience, and, and they're a little bit inconsistent. And that's what you got you to give them the time because it's worth it in the end. Um, but I still think that Milan are, are not, for me, I don't think they're going to win this Scudetto. I think it's between Inter and Napoli. And I, and I see Inter the, as the favorites, yeah. Now, does Europe have a play, though, in this? Because, I mean, Milan not having Europe to deal with. Uh, that helps. It helps, but we've seen during the months that Europe, you know, isn't, uh, you know, a factor. Milan lose a few games, you know, come up short, and you know, aside from the derby and you know, against uh, Sampdoria, but we've seen them falter, mm. like yeah. drop a yeah. few points, you know. Mm. So mm. I'm wondering if that might um, not I think we'll be know enough for Milan I think to we'll hang with us. Weeks. I think we'll know in two weeks because I think okay. the, the Coppa the Coppa Italia derbies, the fact that they're played on March first and April twentieth ish, because they haven't confirmed yeah. this return leg. Those two, look, whoever wins that March first game, and I think they both will go in there and 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 try to just draw it because a derby defeat is like we said that that is a, such a psychological factor. Um, I think they'll Milan will try to gridlock that and not lose. And, and I think it, depending on the situation, Inter will definitely try not to lose that as well. But if they see an opening to win, they'll go for it. But I think those two, the Scudetto, Mil- Milan's and Inter's chances to win the Scudetto will be decided w- based on the outcome of those two derbies. Because the psychological boost that gives is unbelievable. As we've seen. As we've seen. Milan's upcoming matches of February 19th, Saturday against Salernitana, who just sacked Colantuono, um, might be adding Pirlo. They are so bad, Salernitana. They're bad, but I feel like... (laughs) Is Pirlo going to coach them? Pirlo, I mean, it's heavily rumored. Pirlo's going to take them over, and uh, who knows, right? A few people said it in the chat, but... I, I wasn't sure if it was confirmed. So well, they made a few them. really good moves thought, in the offseason. Yeah, they I think did, but it's get too ready little for next too season, possibly. Yeah, exactly. I think they're, yeah. they're preparing for City B to come back. But I mean, so Salernitana, and then it's Milan host Udinese on the 25th, and then March 1st is Milan Inter Coppa Italia. Yeah, that's the one. And March 6th is Napoli Milan City. Yeah, that, that's what you see. That's what I mean. Again, now it's the other, other way around because Inter don't play Napoli immediately after right. the derby now Milan do so you see what i mean i think that's the, the, the there's a there's a there's a dynamic here at play that i think is going to be the, the coppa italia will, will i think will have a huge impact on that just because it's a derby game it's going mean, right, to the first right, game right. yeah b- just because it's a derby game the no, first it's not the first just one, a semifinal no 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 it's the semifinal wouldn't have any impact it's two derbies if, it's two derbies and the first is going to be played in front of 75% capacity mm-hmm. and the second 100 percent. so again the crowds coming back and all that um and i think let's be honest i think these players they've gotten used to a little bit not playing in front of crowds a little a little quiet, right? right you think right. so so i think that now that they come back that will actually have an effect i i noticed myself just watching that i get st- i got stressed from the yes. noise, the noise. Napoli. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, do you know what I mean? Because you know, you're not, you, we're not till, used to it anymore. Wait till Napoli have to play Milan um, 
capacity. You don't have to play Napoli at the Maradona uh, at 75, 100% yeah. capacity. Yeah, 75. 75 on paper. 75, 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, God 75. bless Naples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but seriously, I, th- I think it's going to be, the, the Milan Derby is going to be uh, the, he's going to have a, he's going to have a, Mm-hmm. Is, is, I think it's going to have a, a huge impact on, 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 on the Serie A title race. Well, that and Milan, Milan finished the season pretty. It's pretty tough because yeah, Inter yeah. and Coppa is uh, a second leg. Then it's Lazio, Fiorentina, Verona, Atalanta, Sassuolo. The last those last are not easy games. games. Last five games. You see what those I mean? Are, that those I are think big last five games. Yeah, and 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 Atalanta is not easy. I mean, they're they're a team that I I've. I don't think they'll finish in the top four because what Gasparini is kind of rebuilding a little bit, but you see glimpses of what he's trying to do and it's starting to work. And it clicked at times against Juve and it, it looked good. I mean, yeah. Kopmeiner, they once again, Kopminers and Malinovsky and all these guys. You yeah. Know, it's pff, the intensity with which they press teams and to breaking point. And and that right. they do that for ninety minutes is is genuinely astounding. I I believe you there. I remember last uh, last time you came on Nima, you had said that um, Napoli was just gonna miss top four, and yeah. I didn't believe you. I I was like, <laughs> but the the fan in me didn't believe you. But you yeah. know, deep yeah. down, I was like, damn, he might be right. Hmm. We might just. No, miss I, this. No, I, th- I I think you're finishing like, second. I think you're finishing second. Yeah, I think, I, I think Inter, I'll, I'll Inter Napoli, Milan, Juve. Yeah, I'll take that from you, sir. Because no, I think so. I really think so, and yeah. I think you're going to push Inter all the way. Well, and I look really... at and look at. I I started to tweet this yesterday, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop and I'm going to talk about it here. Uh, at the beginning of um all of this Afcon stuff, where we had the most represented in Serie A, mm. Napoli did right. Um, well, would have been or was still, but. Unas was ended ended up getting his he had his heart issue and then Osiman wasn't called or didn't go or whatever that mess was, um, but anyway the most important players on a team at Afcon were Napoli's players, plus the injuries plus the COVID. At the beginning of the uh, ritorno legs of the season, was Napoli was uh, Juventus Napoli in Torino where. Everyone was like, that's it. This is the beginning of the end. We're going to get destroyed in January and February. Well, you um, won. You did really well in January. Right. Yeah. We had already we had already slipped with, you know, the injury to Ossiman and a couple of other injuries. We slipped out of first. So at the point that we were, t- were talking about now, January 6th, we were seven points behind Inter for the Scudetto. Mm. Right. Now, Inter ends up getting that, you know, match uh, abandoned and rescheduled with Bologna. And to have everyone back healthy and available to Napoli by the time that Inter game came, because I was very anxious about that. Like I was, I was nervous about that Inter game meaning something for us anymore. Like I was like, mm. well, you know, is this even going to be? How, you know, how many points out are we going to be? To be one point behind Inter and maintain that one point. Of course, you guys have to play that one game, even if it was a four-point deficit. I'll take that four-point deficit at the end of all this because it could well have been 
a, a 10, 12 point deficit by the time we played oh, yeah. this past weekend. And, sure. and just to, just to hear the people out there and to see these posts about Napoli are done. They should have, they, they, they squandered their opportunity. Nah. That's it. The mentality the this, that, that mentality, let me tell you about mentality. We're still one point out of the freaking, uh, well, behind Inter, we're three points behind Milan, but, are two points behind me, too. We're two mm. points behind the Scudetto nah, leaders right it, now. It's just coming down to the wire. I, we've been yeah, saying... Milan, so, I, I think Napoli pushing pushing all the way. I think Napoli are, are going to push through all the way. I think... The, here's the thing, though. And this is something where I'm where I'm a little bit critical of Spalletti normally. Um, and I think... I think it might take care of itself, and it's a blessing in disguise. I think he should throw the Europa League. I thought so all season. Mm. This is this is Napoli's best chance to win. That. This is Napoli's best chance ever that I can Come remember. On, Nima, why can't we Scudetto. win both, man? No, no. Listen, listen. I, I'll explain what I mean. And I think because I don't think you have the depth to win both. But I do think now that you're playing Barcelona, I say you you can't throw it because it gets embarrassing. They're, they are Barcelona, so you, the players that get fired up and stuff. But I do think that the longer you are in the Europa League, the more it harms your chances to win the Scudetto. I do think that because I don't think you have the depth. But having said that, I mean, come on. It's, it's, if you can win the Scudetto, you, the Europa League, what are we even what are we talking about? Uh, yeah, what are we right. even talking no, about? No, you're right. Because look, I look at it like this. Milan are going are gonna to get stronger. Inter are going to get stronger. Juve for sure are going to get stronger. This is a golden chance for Napoli. They're never going to have a chance like this where Juve are this week, where Milan are still in transition, where Inter had the nightmare Mercato they had. They've already started signing Gossens and all these players. And they're, they're going to get stronger. All these teams are going to get stronger. This is a golden chance. Now, I get it. You're playing Barcelona. You can't throw that game because it's Barcelona and the players will get fired up. And, and, and I get that. But I wonder... I'm starting to wonder if it's such a wise thing to go far in the Europa League. I hope Napoli win it, of course. I want all Serie A teams to do well in Europe. But I'm thinking if in terms, if I'm looking, if I'm looking at this from a Napoli perspective, I'm thinking, yeah, I want to put my I want to be where Milan is in this situation and only have one. You know what I mean? Well, like to have so them that's... both in the same situation, a Napoli edged, you know, Milan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think a Napoli in Europe is gonna finish over. Um, Europe-less Milan this season. I just that's how I feel. Um, no, I think so you're, you're right in that anyway. But I think that you would save yourself. You're right. Energy, no, you know you're I right mean? in that sense. I just can't, man. I can't. I, I, I think I would, nothing would make me more happier than to see Napoli and Luciano win the Europa League one year after in the year one AD after Diego. Like it would mm. just be for Napoli to, to win that trophy that Diego won last for them, I think, mm. or even the Scudetto. I mean, it, it's beautiful. I mean, not every, regardless of who you support, if you, 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 ha, you see the beauty in that one aid, the year one AD after, 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 Diego. after Diego, you know, <laughs> that's they, clever, they were, man. I love that. You know, it's, it would be, it would be, it would be so beautiful. So they, I want them to win something, but I don't know. It's, it's tricky. And I and I and I have been critical of Spalletti in the past because I don't think he's been very good at rotating. But we'll see. I mean, Barcelona are they're a good side. I know people, you know, they've had their struggles, but they have some good players, especially now 
in that midfield with Gavi, Pedri, Ferran Torres, and, and all these players. I mean, they, they yeah. can they can they can maintain possession until the cows come home. They beat but the it, squad up over the over the winter oh, market. Yeah, for oh sure. yeah. yeah. And and but I don't think that they're that much better than Napoli. I think Napoli are well within a chance to beat them. I thought so when we were drawn, I was convinced we're gonna beat them. Um now it's I hope like you a, now it's like a 50-50, I think. You know, I, I think mm. they've really made a lot of improvements. Uh, even though yesterday they were up one nil in the second minute to um I think it was Espanol. I'm mm. I could be wrong. Um but they ended up they ended up going down two to one uh with a few minutes left and then in the ninety sixth minute they got the equalizer. So they ended up they ended up equalizing yesterday, but I mean, still, but yes, Espanol, Barcelona should be running through these teams, and they're not. You know, it's and, and no, no, it's they are in, they are in transition, of course, and I think Napoli are in a better shape than right. Barcelona are. So I think that's why we get past them this round, though. You know, even if like, look, I even, I hope Napoli win the Europa League. I mean, it would be beautiful. You you have history in this tournament. You know, it was last time you won it was with Diego, and and it would be beautiful if you won it again. Yeah. You know, l- l- let me ask you, Nima. Top four Europa League trophy, Scudetto, lose against Barcelona. I mean, do we even have to ask? <laughs> it's a Scudetto. But, but, it's but, Scudetto <laughs> losing. I remember. I forgot who it was. But what do you think is more realistic? What, what do you think is more real? Well, I mean, I mean, you're confident. Well, what's more realistic? Well, what's more realistic? I know you're is... confident in their chances now. Yeah. Okay, I'll grant you that. But what do you think is more realistic? For Napoli. Yeah. Um. I think the Europa League is more realistic. Okay. okay. Um, but 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 that's because I think Inter will because I'm looking at the games they've got left. I'm looking at Napoli's fixture list as well. And yeah. it Inter's is a little bit easier, you know. It, yeah. It's a little bit easier. And Milan have the most difficult one, then it's Napoli, and then it's Inter. Inter only have Juve away, which is truly gonna be you know, I already count zero points there. Inter gets, you know, Inter never win against Juve away, especially with a Juve that needs to finish the top four. They, yes. They, yes. We know how that goes. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to say much about that, but it's not going to happen. So so I'm, I'm already counting in the zero points there. So that means that the rest, I look at the rest and I'm thinking, hmm, you, you play Lazio and Sarri. Yeah, you can beat them, absolutely. But it's still not going to be easy, especially now a Lazio who are looking better yeah, than rolling. Rolling. Yeah, they're rolling, rolling and it's starting to click. And we know, you guys know, if anything, when Sarri balls clicks, it it's hard. I'm glad right. Inter don't have to play them again right. because it's 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 not nice as an opponent. And then you have Atalanta as well, who's also starting to click. So that's why I think that it's more realistic that Inter win win it. I hope you win the Europa League. I really do. I think it would be beautiful. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, I I think that's the the counter argument. Uh, to wanting to kind of like develop this winning, winning mentality and trying to go for these European trophies, but I mean, uh, if you win the Europa League and finish second in the Serie A, uh, that oh, is an outstanding result. Like I, I that agree. is that is like that 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 makes that cements your place as a top side in Italy. Like yeah. then next season going in there, you're equal favorites. I mean, with a good Mercato. Right. For, for, I mean, let's come on. Second, second spot in a, in, a, in a UEFA like a Europa League title for the second or third time in your history. Come on, it's unbelievable. The um, it would be the second Europa League final in history. Um, it would be our third semi final when we get there. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I would, 
I just want to, I want to, I want a meaningful trophy. And I don't mean to disrespect Copa Italia because I don't, I'm not one to disrespect even the Super Copa, but I, I want something other than a Copa Italia in this era of of ADL. Yeah. It's about that time, I think. You know, and and, and I'm telling you, if it's a Europa League with a Champions League finish, I'm, I'm thrilled. You know, um, you should be. I do remember, I do remember, and I forgot who it was off the top of my head. And I've been trying to think of it, but I remember someone saying, Something to the effect of, like, who cares about, like, like if Inter win the Scudetto, which they did last season, and this is last season, on their way to the Scudetto. It's like, when Inter win the Scudetto, do you think Inter fans are really going to give a shit that they they didn't make it out of the group stage of the Champions League? No, no. They because brought them you, Scudetto. Yeah, exactly. I'm and, just and worried, Nima, because yeah. when you say things like, maybe we should give up on the Europa <laughs> League, that's happened before. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> we I'm don't do that. Quinton is on fire. We it's don't funny. do Sally Ball around here anymore. We only do Spalletti Vongole. Vongole. <laughs> Spalletti Vongole. I like that. That's all. Awesome. funny. That was funny. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Ralph. No, that's okay. <laughs> the, 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 the fact that we've done that before, Nima, and have come up empty-handed is just, I don't want to see that again. Yeah. You no, know, I want to give 100% in every competition. And if we win them one or both, that's great. And if we lose, at least we lost fighting. Yeah. You know, like I, I can't deal with tanking one for the sake of the other and then coming no, up. I get that. I, I don't, yeah, I get that. And, 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 I, and, I don't, and I don't think what I mean is like focusing more on the one and the sure. other. And, sure. But I mean, had you beaten Inter, then for me, you, I would have sent the Primavera to Barcelona. Play the kids. No, 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 no. If you beat Inter <laughs> and you beat two points ahead of Inter, I mean, even if they're a game in hand with the, the energy that that gives and on equal points with Milan and going to play Milan, then you're the favorites to win the Scudetto. Then I would literally play the Primavera. I would send the kids to Barcelona and right. have fun, kids. Yeah, go. <laughs> have fun. Have a good time. Right. Have a good time. <laughs> we'll <laughs> be a cautious street having a pizza or something. <laughs> exactly. like, you guys exactly. go nuts. Like parents, like parents abroad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. So from, but they didn't. So so I think mm-hmm. that, that kind of makes it. And I agree with the comment. I can't, I can't remember who it was. Who said what, what? It. I think it was Mateo who said that, that if you get past Barcelona, you're the best team in the competition. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I agree with that, and I think that would be an important trophy for 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 Spalletti. It would it would give him the respect that he deserves, and that would also give you a boost. Um, and it would be important because it would be the first time an Italian team wins a title since Inter won the Champions League in 2010. You know, it's been 12 years. It's far too long. So, and I don't think Juve or Inter are going to win the Champions League. So, I say, you know, Napoli have the best chance. To do so, and if you get past Barcelona, I agree with everything Matteo said. Yes, I'd, I'd say Napoli are the favorites, yeah, to win it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that's a correct assessment. Nima, let me ask you a question, Ralph. I don't know if you wanted to transition to anywhere else, sir. Or, no, or no, not. I'm good right there. I mean, uh, we, we should wrap up soon, but I will we'll wrap up okay. soon. Yeah, I yeah, we'll, get, there's yeah, I want to we'll get Nima's inter perspective for a minute here. Um, Liverpool. How do you feel uh, about this? Like, like oh, I know, Christ. I know it's Liverpool. I know. Uh, no, it's 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 just horrible because the reason I say it's horrible is because this is like were there were two three teams I really did not want Inter to play because I don't think that we were ready to play them and I don't think the play we're not and now what I mean by ready is we're not there yet to be able to face teams like a PSG no sorry like a Bayern Munich Man City and Liverpool 
because the way that they counterattack is and the way that they press you and Inter's ability to lose balls, important balls in the in the build-up phase and the transition phase. And you do that against Liverpool with Mohamed um, Salah and Sadio Mane on the counter-attack on one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as Di Canio was say, said yesterday on Sky Club Calcio, Arrivederci Inter, if you do it. Ciao, ciao. Wow. You know, wow. And, it's, wow. and it is ciao, ciao, because these are, we're talking about one of the best teams in the world. We're okay. talking about, the, in my opinion, the best counter-attacking side in the world right up there with Bayern Munich. I, I can't choose between them who's better at the counterattack. And they have the players that are just lethal in those positions. And and I'm just worried, man. It's, it's you know, I'm, I'm worried. If this was Conte, I wouldn't be as worried because I know Conte is so rigid and controlled in the system. And he loses, but he doesn't get his ass handed back to him. Uh, I'm, and I, I think if Inter don't concentrate against Liverpool and having come from these somewhat bad results... I don't want to play Liverpool right now, you know? Uh, right. I really don't. But having said that, look, Inter's objective was to get through the, to, to, the, to the second round for the first time in a decade. That's it. Everything else is a bonus. Good. And to be okay. honest, I, I, I want the Scudetto. I don't care about a quarterfinal place. In the okay. Champions. That was my next question. What do you, yeah. what do you I mean, care about? Oh, yeah. no, no. I, the Scudetto is the most important thing for Inter to open up a winning cycle, to win the Scudetto and the Coppa Italia. I think and, that speaks volumes for Inter. Uh, if they were to repeat as Scudetto winners, losing, especially after losing, um, right, Lukaku, I mean, Lukaku Hakimi, Hakimi, Ericsson, right. and their Conte coach, Ericsson. I mean, that's that's four of the most important, you know, ingredients in in that in that particular in that particular dish, and and mm-hmm. and, and and to bring in a new unproven guy like Inzaghi, and he brings a you know. No one in their right mind would say that Dumfries is better than Hakimi, that Chalanoglu is better than Eriksen, that Jekyll is better than Lukaku, or that, you know, or 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 any of those things. But it's looking, re- it's looked really well, and I, I you know, and, and if they, for me, because I think the Scudetto's race is going to be so tight next year that this is, I think, and also because I think Inter are going to do a little bit of a rebuild. I think Marotta's sacrificing a few more experienced players to bring in some cash and rebuild and maybe not win this title next season, but the season after that kind of thing. Um, and, and I, and I, and I think, so this is, this is a really important title. The second star can't forget sure. the dynamic. Just going to say that when you get the second star. That's incredibly important for the, for the self Milan does it too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and for the self-confidence of the club, you know, dethroning Juve from the Coppa Italia, the Supercoppa, the Syriac, the second star, it's good for this, it's good for their self-confidence. It's good for their belief. And and they need that. And it's therefore it's really important. It's so much more important than a quarterfinal of the Champions League. Like it's obviously you want everything, but if I have to choose and it's a binary sure. choice, uh Serie A any day, Serie A title any day. In this moment in time, yeah, Serie A title any day. Hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it because I remember talking to Alex Dono and I was like, you know, Inter had so much to prove coming into the season because of what happened, because losing uh, uh, a few of their big players and, you know, a lot of lights were on you guys. And I think, you know, who knows if, if things didn't go well, how, how much shit they would have probably caught, but they're here now. They're they're Again, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're heavy favorites for the Scudetto, the second Scudetto. Yeah, it's a great role. team. It's a great you know, team, man. It's, you guys it's are awesome. Also, it's awesome. Yeah, but like, but I have no hate towards that team, towards the fans. You know? <laughs> I don't. No, but you, you also have, 
you know, because because of what's going to happen. Vecino's contract expires. I think he might even join you. I think Spalletti oh, will really? take him on a free transfer. Yeah, he's a, as a backup player for you guys. Spalletti mm. loves the guy, and he wouldn't cost you anything as on a backup. Free, I take him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> we'll take anything for free. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, think... it's not our mo. So, like, I'd like no. Vecino's a decent enough player to take him yeah. to take on a free. And Spalletti know, so knows how to use him, and he likes him. Yeah. And, and so, so that would be. I think as a backup player, that would work. Um, and and I think and then Vidal is leaving, and then you have to decide what to do with Sensi, Stefano De Frey, That has to be resolved in the summer to some extent. Um, and then you have Lautaro because I think Inter. I know Inter fans don't like to hear it, but I I Inter. I think I I don't see how Inter don't make a big two at least you know two two big sales again this summer. Yeah. I think Lautaro and De Frey are the ones that are leaving. And I think that the way Marotta looks at this, especially after the comments he's made as well, I've had the feeling also, you know, that this is his last season since the summer for Lautaro. But after the comments that Marotta made the other day about financial sustainability is more important than sporting results, then that that's, that tells, tells me everything I need right. to know. Um, that's 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 pretty much him saying we are going to buy young, we're going to buy talented, homegrown, sustainable, long term, low wages, and. That's what that's what they're doing, and I think Lautaro. If you're looking at that team, who do you sell? Well, it's Lautaro. You don't sell Bastoni and Barella unless you no. want, no, unless you want to have Molotov cocktails flying in through the window because that's <laughs> what, you know he you, you try selling you try talking to these to this fan base after the summer they had that you're selling Barella and Bastoni. Yeah, good good luck with that. Good luck, luck selling right. that. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Lautaro, no, no, they're they not having that. They're not right. having that. So Lautaro and Defray are the ones that I think would be wouldn't bother people either, and they would bring enough money for them to bring in Defra, uh, Bremer, which I think would be ideal for Inter because he allows Inter to play with a much higher defensive line because he's so fast. That you said Bremer, like, yeah, Bremer, yeah. Torino's did he not Bremer. just sign an, an extension? Well, yeah, an extension by a year. Okay. So instead of 2023, intent to sell basically. Yeah. Exactly, and that's yeah. why he said he said it. I mean, he pretty much confirmed that last weekend that I signed because I kept my deal of the bargain. Mm-hmm. So now you know, but you know, he's focused and he's and and to me, you know, I I hope he stays in the Serie A. I think it's going to be difficult. He's a good player. He's a, he's the best Serie. A. I mean, in my opinion, he's been, I mean, defensively the best Serie A defender. In the season, oh, really? this season, I think he's been. I mean, he's he's pocketed everyone, like he just he just shuts them down. They don't get a they don't get a sniff in the games right. where he Vlaovic was comfortably in his pocket for the, oh, for yeah. the games when he played, and and it's not just Vlaovic, it's all of them. They don't get a sniff because he's so fast. He makes small mistakes. He makes t- tiny tactical errors. He's only twenty four, but he makes up with it with his athleticism and his speed and his and his ability to get back into the situation. And and I know that Marotta wants him. I know that Inter wants him. Um, and if if you can get somewhere around 100, 120 million for De Frey and Lautaro, well, that's your Bremer sorted, that's your Scamacca sorted, that's your Fratesi sorted, and maybe even Raspadori sorted. That's yeah. all your players, you know. You, you want so to swipe t- up. That's so Marotta. T- that's how Marotta that, works. that used to not be Italian at all. He's got a bunch yeah. of Italians on there. Yeah. Now. No, that's Marotta. This is Marotta. That's this is Marotta, Marotta you're right. 100%. This is how he works. He he 100%. goes in. He he he. I he pinpoints what needs to be done. Okay, if I sacrifice this, what can I get in return? And that's how that's how the guy. That's why he's the best. I think. 
Um, mm. And I think that's what he's planning to do. And they've already got a goalkeeper in Onana. Coming yeah, in Onana. Through. How do you feel about that? I think it, this is something that needed to be done a few yeah. years ago. I don't know if Onana is the right guy, but everyone speaks the world of him. Um, and he's a good keeper. He's quick on the lines and reaction. Yeah. Re, you know, his reactions are great. And I think the fact that he's fast as well, because I think the idea of this is the plan is Bremer and Onana allows you to play with a higher defensive line, which suits the overall balance of how Simone Inzaghi likes to play football generally, meaning a much more forward tilted, more attacking side balanced team. That's what he wants to do. He can't do that with the flying screen yet. You know, right. you need to have Bremer in the middle and Bastoni. Right. So it makes up for Skinia, who's who struggles in lateral movements because he's not that quick laterally and running backwards. With Bremer and Bastoni, you, you resolve that. You can play with a higher higher line. And if you have Onana, who does like Noyer does, runs out, then, then you've sorted that out. You've taken care of that issue. And I think that's what they're trying to do here. It, that, that's how it looks to me anyway when I look in. As I'm, like, I'm That'd be great, great strategy, man. I, I mean... The the possibilities are endless if you can sell. Next year, and, and I'm just drive. saying, dude. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I'm. I know we have an amazing season right now, but next year, Serie <laughs> Roma are gonna do so much. Juve are gonna do so much. Inter, Milan, Napoli. They're all gonna, Atalanta. Th- this is this is gonna be that. It's gonna be the Serie A for the ages next year. I just like, want these teams to win in Europe now. Like, do you remember that, Nima? I mean, of course you do. How, how, how I can't, I, how am I, how dare me ask you? <laughs> you know, these teams were winning, mm. in, you know, European championships, UEFA yeah, Cups, UEFA you know, Cup, all Italian, every single UEFA season, finals, every season, it was one Italian or the other Champions above. League, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, listen, since 2006, though, we, you know, Serie A has been getting better year by year. And and now, look, you, you saw last year down to the wire. This season, down to the wire. God knows what next season is going to look like. I mean, next you got to be excited season. as a Calcio fan. I mean, COVID kind of set back a little bit the league maybe for that year or so, like a little bit of that progression. And that's why you have all these. Listen, Della catches shit all the time. Oh, he's only thinking about... I think every owner, every GM in Italy right now is thinking about the financial situation. And and it's a big deal. And I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. I think Napoli is... Yeah, I think we're fine. No, well, not just Napoli. I mean, Serie A in general. No, I I think they've turned a corner. I think they've turned a corner. And and the fact that, you know, when Marotta talks of sustainability like that and and Juve are where they are, they're starting to sell players and and move stuff. And as for Napoli and Atalanta, they're the best-run clubs in Italy financially. Mm -hmm. I mean, Napoli is one of the few clubs that have consistently turned a profit every single year that ADL has been there. And he's not doing it because he's stingy. He's doing it because he's smart. He knows that he has to for Napoli to be able to compete. And he, they have, I mean, it's, he's a fantastic owner. I mean, if we put all the, you know, all the craziness aside, I mean, look at what he's done and look what he took over and look what he's got you guys into. I mean, if, if you had a half decent city council, he'd be building that new stadium and you'd be flying, you know? Uh, You can't use that uh, with some people anymore, Nima, like that. For some reason, that argument is, because it, it's, it's, it's like sexual frustration they just they want a fucking trophy <laughs> that's it if we had one scudetto by now or one europe like a europa league even 
I think the pressure would have been a little bit off. Yeah, Napoli want to win. So. They want to yeah. win, period. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. We all want the trophy. You know, the 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 copy, even for you, Rafa, the copy tires, the financial stability, it's just not enough anymore to kind of like uh, uh, satisfy our palates. But I, you're right. You're right. Wanna, no, I'm not I'm, I'm not agreeing with it, but I'm right. saying that this is what it is. Let's be honest. We want to right. it's like. I'm saying no, I mean, it without. Personally, I I, I crave a Scudetto. the cross. I mean, if, you, if you're not in a trophy, just, even a Euro. Well, all right, Europa League, not just, but I guess the. Scudetto. No, yeah, I mean, I crave a, I on. crave a European trophy of any sort, <laughs> and uh, and a Scudetto. Uh, um, bad, I do, but mm. you can't you can't sit here and tell me like that this has been a failure, like this is not working out. Compared to what? Because, I mean, what because parameters? Have, right, like right. <laughs> what do you compare them gonna, to? Right, like yeah, uh, and that's what I do, Nima. I compare them to the Fiorentina of two thousand two, yeah. right? Who was Florentia Viola, and then had to go through what they went through to exactly. get back to Serie A to have what two good seasons under Luca Toni, and that's it. See you later. No. A Coppa Italia final. That's it. You know, and then Genoa, who were like yeah. you know. Uh, uh, Match fixing sent back down, came back up with us the same season as Juventus, mm. wearing this jersey right here, the Serie B jersey in 2007. And look at where Genoa has, you know, two owners, I, you know, countless managers, players, think, bottom no, of the table finishes no, almost every season. No one can say what well, I mean. The fact that ADL, just the invention of it, it's so genius what he did with just the jerseys this season. To create revenue out of nothing, it is brilliant, really. To Thank like, you. okay, I if agree. you're not gonna work with that, okay, we'll work with with Armani and we'll create these kick-ass jerseys and we will monetize it on that and we'll make it here in Naples and ship, and it, ship and it all over the world. With another one Thursday, Nima. There's uh, yeah. another one Thursday. You, you just made cool. you just made Rafa's year, Nima. Thank no, you. But it's another true. one Thursday, brother. <laughs> No, but it's it's pretty cool. I think I think you know when in desperate times you need to be creative, and and I think what he's done is he's done it. He hasn't like gone and done it with some. You know, he's done it, kept it locally. They're being produced in Naples, and 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 they're being done by Armani, Italian fashion, and and everything has a design. If it's for Halloween or if it's for Maradona or if it's for it's, if it's for nineteen ninety six. But yeah. would you wear that fire jersey? I, I'm you know, going to be honest. That fire. No, Which you, you, Which one is the, the, la the latest one with the flame, the flame kit. The one we wore against you. Flame. Yeah, I really like. I think they're all beautiful. I think they're awesome. I think they're really. <laughs> but the Mara, but the Maradona jersey is. That, I mean, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't the, want the that? The thumbprint. Mara. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, the Maradona jersey for me is just. <laughs> You're not feeling the Maradona jersey. Who? Me? No. Uh. Uh. uh Nima. No, I love it. I want no, it. No, oh, you love it. Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah, you that's the one. Oh, man, gotcha, that's gotcha. the one I, I, Gorgeous. I would. That is the one I want. Like, <laughs> I, 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 when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, that's. If I'm buying an Apple, that's the one. Like, it's done. It's like, it's do, you, do you need one? Like, do you, Do you need one, Nima? Do you need one? <laughs> we know. We know a couple guys. You know, <laughs> you know a guy who knows gonna, a guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> it, it might be drawn on, but you know. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Right. No, it's awesome. Uh, no, it's 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 um it's that it's it's beautiful. And I love the fact that and they're they're so stylish. Like it's, they all are so damn stylish. And right, and it's no, I I you know he's created revenue streams because he had to. I mean, this is this COVID screwed everything for him. He wasn't expecting it. 
So it's going to be interesting to see right. next season now that everything opens and everything normalizes. I think he might continue with Armani because it's been successful. And, yeah. you know, sure, you can get you can do a deal with Nike or Kappa or whoever and get your guaranteed X amount of million a year if you want to. It's less it's less labor intensive. But I mean, if your bottom line is your bottom line and next season, if you, you know, Sure, if you can do that, but if you can't, then I mean, he doesn't care. This is that's why he does the thing with the image rights. He doesn't put Napoli's finances at question. He doesn't risk him, and that's something as a fan you got to be happy about. I don't get why people are upset over that. Sure, you might not buy hundred million players, but you you bought Ossiman for like how much, and and then he's worth a hundred million now. Like sure. that's just how it is, unless you have a. You know, a state backing you up, or or mm-hmm. not, like, right, come on. <laughs> Quentin, I'm with you. <laughs> Your wallet. Your wallet. Ex- excuse, excuse my, uh, excuse yeah. my dresser drawers, but yeah. yeah, so does my wallet. Take a look at all yeah, that. Those, see those boxes, everybody. So how many? Those are not bleeds. They're. I, I did. I really didn't want to like. How many? That's ten. That's more. There's more underneath it. <laughs> Rafa needs intervention. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, you have the most understanding wife in the world. Like, <laughs> or sorry, fiance. She like, she loves me no matter what. I hey, listen. Like, I don't tell her what to. <laughs> I don't tell her what to do with her money. She doesn't okay. tell me what to do with mine. The bills that mean, need, That's all that matters. Yeah, but I mean, that is like we're eating ramen every night. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Listen, well, now we know I, why. <laughs> I, when when those Maradona kits were announced, I had to buy a plethora of, of uh, in every size of them. And I've resold a few, Nima. And Fair I enough. think that's my goal is to resell the ones that won't fit me ever. And then hopefully the ones that will fit me one day <laughs> I can wear. But They're um, beautiful. I have, They're beautiful. They're absolutely yeah, beautiful. yeah. And uh, yeah. it's just... It's been fun to do it too, you know. And now that this this next kit is coming out, I think it's the Barcelona against Barcelona. I think we're we're wearing the flames in a Europe style, so pro- possibly with gold lete or, you know, with the gold trim. It's gonna be very very nice. And 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 the biggest thing about all of it is is that nobody is distributing it it's aside just Napoli. from us. Napoli yeah, is you're the controlling only distributor. It. You're you know? doing everything. You're doing. You're doing it the whole way through. He's doing right. it like from start to finish. He's doing. He's getting it done. He's getting it designed. He's getting it shipped. Everything. So there aren't. There's like he controls the entire process, and I think that's a smart thing to do. Sure, it's if Nike comes and says we'll pay you twenty million euros here in cash and guarantee you twenty million euros, you're not going to turn that down. That's twenty million euros a year. Sure, but 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 unless you have that, I think he does. I think he's a brilliant businessman. I really do. I've I've never understood the the criticism of how he runs Napoli. I never have, really haven't. Especially financially, when you turn yeah. a profit every year, what do you want? What what else can you like? It's not like you haven't been fighting for t- titles and right. trophies and been in Europe and Champions Leagues and you've done all that. Listen, this will being... be con- this will be year thirteen consecutively uh, qualifying for Europe in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. We've missed Europe in one season in Serie A since we got back. That's amazing. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I, I don't get how, it. How, I, 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 I'm with I you, Nima. It. It's some people aren't. They see the, 
they 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 see. I just it, don't it. get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Because, we don't either. We're still trying to figure it out. But you like, know? come on, you guys have got like. When have you ever had that in your history? Never. Not even right. been close. And like, you, you know what? You think about all the new fans that are are yeah, or are you're building on board. Yeah, we're building. I mean, you can can't even imagine what the next ten years are going to look. Yeah, like. Yeah, but I mean, and, also look at like Naples as a city. How many people emigrated away from Naples to right. all over the world? Right, and who have their roots, like you guys, for example, and they right. look back and they feel a connection with that. There's millions of people, millions of people in Australia, in the UK, Canada, US, everywhere, who who feel that, and that's just you have that advantage that Southern it Italians have over the North. Of course, the North, Milan, and Inter and Juve, they're giant brands, they're global brands, but you guys have a different. You guys have that advantage that people have a connection to Naples. Mm -hmm via roots maybe one or two generation removed yeah. Yeah. that's unique and and i think the bigger napoli gets the stronger that brand grows and it's it becomes it, it's a it's a special relationship and and i think it's it's very typical of italian football and it's beautiful i think it's, it's very beautiful that said guys uh we're, re we're just flying over past the uh the one hour mark so nima i want to give you an opportunity to kind of uh i i know we mentioned but yes, the Quentin entire podcast. Is funny. Quinton is fucking funny. Sorry. Quinton is our resident, like <laughs> resident chat comedic man. He makes he's made me laugh this entire episode. <laughs> exactly. No, it's what he says. Exactly because the diaspora being poor. Exactly. 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 In time. He's right. No, it's it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Uh, I don't know if you. I, I mean, <laughs> Pasqua. Pasqua, you know, I'm in. <laughs> Especially the more I sell those, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Seriously, it's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. I have to apply for like another credit card if we end up getting it. I have another five of those. Na the Navy kits at my parents' house. I still haven't gotten able to pick up. Jeez, Louise. But uh, Nima, real quick, I don't know if you want to plug anything or tell anybody what any projects that you're working on. Yeah, uh, no, it's you know we on. we we do the Italian football podcast biweekly, minimum two brilliant times. Brilliant podcast, week. mind you. Thanks, brilliant. thank you so much. Love I really it. appreciate that. You've always I thoroughly enjoy the interviews, man. Like the you got everybody. I fully encourage everybody to throw. It's a couple dollars. It's, yeah, it's, it's two ninety nine a month. It's nothing. Yeah. Put it in. Yeah, yeah thanks, Beautiful. guys. I really appreciate it. No, it's it's uh yeah, we 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 try to do we try to give everyone bring them as close to the Italian football experience as sure. we can. We have the Monday episode where we review everything the craziness that's happened because it's it is Italy still, it's crazy and funny and intense and entertaining and never dull. And then we, we we talk through it and we contextualize it and, and you know analyze it. And then on the Thursday episodes, we try to interview someone or something connected to Italian football, either past, present, or future, even. Um, from presidents to players, current, former, you know, colleagues and friends of mine in Italy um, who who cover, you know, for example, we have, when we have our Torino special, which we have once or twice a year, I, I talked to Diego Fornero, who worked for Toro News, who's mm -hmm. the best site. Or when we have Fiorentina, we have Nicolò Misoul, who runs the biggest news site of uh, Fiorentina in Florence. So, you know, it's it, we try to do stuff like that. Or when we do Mercato special, we bring on Nicolò Schira or Gianluigi Longari on or or and when we do interviews, it's everyone from SPAL president Joe Tacopina to uh, Gerard Deolofeo, whatever. You know, we try to we try to do it as 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 as, as much as possible to bring people as close to Italy without actually being there. Mm. I told you about how Tacopina uh, uh, <laughs> represented one of my friends, right? In, uh, yeah, in, I think in, yeah. 
Yeah, you did. Yeah. He's awesome. He's <laughs> crazy, awesome. crazy. He's awesome. And now he's uh he's he's the owner of Spal, president of Spal, and Giuseppe Rossi's playing there too. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We interviewed him too. I forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah, yeah. That, the uh, funniest part of this. that, the funniest part of that was seeing John because Solano and him interact, because that was that was hilarious. The way because yeah. yeah. John John said was speaking about Vincenzo Motel Montella and he called him. Vinny and Joseph Rossi goes, Who my my uncle, my cousin Vinny? What are you talking uh, about? My cousin, yeah, Vinny. Yeah, <laughs> my went off on one. yeah, it's it's funny, it's funny. No, no, that was that was a funny interview. What, what, what has been your favorite interview so far? I think every single one has something special to it. Um, but I think the ones I think Nocerino was interesting as hell. I, I, some of these things you learn a lot from as well. Yeah, like you know, and and the and the you know the journeys that people have. Right. When learned when you know in, when we spoke to Roy Hodgson and he he explained how he drove in the middle of the night through the Alps in Switzerland to arrive in Milan to sign for Inter as the coach, like the craziness and and it was a snowstorm and he almost never got there because he could have died and the tunnel that was going to drive through was almost you know stuff like that gets me or or Jay Bothroyd who was he, he that was one of those amazing where you know he was a Perugia with with Gaddafi's son and yes and, yes. And, <laughs> yes and and he says that you know he wanted Zaf wanted to buy everyone a Mercedes after he made his first performance and and he said no you don't need to do that Zaf and so they went to Monaco and that weekend they had at the casino I mean it's it's just the stories man it's it's just, these are the things I, I can't pick a favorite but those or talking to Taco Pina when he was angry after what's his name um, the former Rome Palotta, Palotta had started talking crap about him on uh, on, on yeah yeah <laughs> and Joe was like you know he called him a keyboard warrior <laughs> just it was, it's just it, you know it's funny it's it's really you know it's it's these are it's experiences and 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 it's hard to pick one but it's it's been you know I'm I'm, I'm really proud of what we do and and I'm just I'm really overwhelmed with with all the support from everyone including awesome. yourself so thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Definitely check it out. Nima Tavali on the Italian football podcast, guys. But uh, Nima, thank you again so much. Uh, it was all, it's always a pleasure to have you here on the rant. Uh, pleasure is uh, mine, guys. Good luck, good, good, good luck to you guys for the rest of the season, man. It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> I, I still think it's it's going to be come down. I don't know. I, I still can't choose. Uh, I'm going to die on the hill that Napoli win the Scudetto. I have to. Uh, <laughs> I made a well, commitment so to dying you know, on that hill. Like, like so a you spark know, that. Yeah, I was the one who picked Inter to win the Scudetto despite the losses. And no, I did as well. Um, I I thought they were when when the Mercato was over. I always wait until the end of the Mercato because I think it's silly to do predictions before, um, and I, I, in the summer. And then I had Inter. I had Inter first, and and I was the rest was so difficult because I think it's not so much, you know, back in August you're you're thinking you're scratching your brain. There's not that much mm-hmm. between them. Um, and, and I have, I think I had Napoli fifth, um, but I, I'm glad I'm wrong because mm-hmm. I, I want Napoli back in the champions league. And I really, really, and I hope you win the Europa league. I, I really think I, I agree with, I can't I think it was Mateo who said beat, go past Barcelona. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good. And it would be beautiful if you could win a trophy, uh, 180 as we call it. 180, I love it. 180. Thank you so much. I guess we'll find out this Thursday, guys, uh, when we face Barcelona in the Good luck. Good luck. Thank you so much. Good luck to you guys on Wednesday. Uh, We'll probably see you again next Monday. 
We're going to need it, right? Uh, but until then, guys, Forza Napoli sempre. Have a good night. Thank you for everybody. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Be good.